are live, Mr. Smith. Excuse me, Mr. Santa. Excuse me. Pardon me. Yes. Yeah, that's Black Santa to you, bro. <laughs> that's Mr. Black Santa. <laughs> Mr. Black Santa, I got you. I do love that, like, every movie that we um, have been talking about in December featured oh, yeah. Black Santa. Yeah. Yeah. That was not, that was not the plan. It kind of seems like that was the plan. That's all I'm saying. Who schedules these damn movies for us to watch? Well, I don't know, but they did an awesome job. They did an awesome <laughs> job. That's all I'm saying. Give that guy a raise. Solid. <laughs> Solid. No raises. No raises, but pat on the back. Uh, no Christmas bonuses, guys. <laughs> yeah. Jelly of the Month Club? Right. Hey, do, Does that work? Uh... What, what, isn't there like a, uh, can we send them some like pears? Can we send them like a basket of pears? <laughs> yes, a basket of pears, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. How's your, uh, how's your uh, weekend? My weekend was um, interesting. Uh, didn't do a whole lot Friday night. But Saturday, you were nonstop. You know, we got we we started pretty early that day. Um, getting our new ride cleaned up. The Winnebago. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to get that uh decal of that on the uh, the spare tire cover on the back. <laughs> have to, dude. <laughs> Uh, so we did week. that. It took a long time, and then uh, spent the evening uh, with you, sir. Yes, yes, we uh, we partied like it's uh, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, I don't really know what that means, but we had a good time. Everybody, I mean, um, I wasn't. I don't really remember eighty nine much, but you know, <laughs> still kind of you know crawling around. But it's Batman. Fine. Maybe Batman I was came, then. came out. Happy, hopefully. <laughs> 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 nah man yeah it was definitely um, dope uh glad everybody came through man good uh you know <laughs> holiday christmas party get together people just like wild out have a good time um yeah man thanks thanks for the um uh seven gallons of jack daniels that you left <laughs> that's uh, probably gonna yeah, be there you know that keep on giving man you know keep on giving so my buddy it's gonna be there uh, the next Christmas party. So my you you're right. So my buddy Schrode like <laughs> three or four years ago brought in a humongous thing of Hendrix gin. It's my favorite gin, and it's like humongous, like, massive. It's right, like bar- it's like a barrel of gin. I mm. just finished that this past summer. <laughs> it's perfect, man. I mean, like I said, that thing would have never been opened if it, it was at my house. It would just been exactly like it was when I gave it to you. Well, every time John comes over so, here, he'll just make him a Jack and Coke. That is fine. That makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Let's hit the people over the head with some uh, what's going on in the world of Hollywood Reporter. Drop that news track. Mm. 
All right, all right, all right. Hope everybody's doing well here. We got some news from The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, Jason Momoa says the future of Aquaman films is not looking too good. He's the last DCEU character. Yeah. Yeah, I think we kind of came to terms with that. Um, it looks sounds like he did too. <laughs> Every <laughs> article, I don't think he really has a. I don't think he really has a choice in the matter. He's like, all right, guys, let's uh, talk about Aquaman three, and then like James Gunn and Peter Toffer is like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing here? Why are you in my <laughs> office? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, uh, the next movie you're slated for. I'll put it like this. If this movie makes a Billy, um, like the first one did, then it's probably going to get slated in there somewhere. Um, in the DCU, James Gunn's universe. If it doesn't, then yeah, this, we're going to call it quit. That's my, that's my gamble. That's my gamble there. Well, he was Uh rumored to be playing a different character. I don't remember. I haven't seen nothing about that in a while. Different DC character. Um, yeah, Lobo. Uh, there you go. Yeah, he would have been. He, he would kick ass doing that. Literally, it's oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, it's just like the evil version of his Arthur Curry, basically. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just so, just an alien that well, that, that can't die. So yeah, that would definitely work, man. But he, the thing about Jason Momoa's Aquaman is like. You remember all the memes and uh, everybody used to talk junk about Aquaman, right? Jason yeah. Momoa does his thing and they're like, oh shit, Aquaman is a badass and he's cool. I ain't messing with this guy. So it's like, if they were to recast Aquaman somewhere down the road, um, my vote is Vincent Chase from Entourage, okay? He's the original Aquaman in my eyes, guys, okay? He was in it on the damn show. Bring him back, all right? <laughs> Nah, he, but um, he was Aquaman on the uh, on Entourage. Yeah, so <laughs> or like, oh, he yeah. was a he was a he's the movie star, Vinny Che. Adrian Grenier is the movie star, and he, yeah, yeah. Warner Brothers hired him to play Aquaman, directed by James Cameron. So yeah, he was the first Aquaman in my eyes, guys. Okay, hired that guy. Well, let's um, go. And then you know, if if you ever watched that show, you you don't see any of the movies. Ever so you don't know exactly like what he looked like in this suit because you never saw. Yeah, him, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> never you there. About it. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. But in other DC news, you hear your boy uh, Alan Richen is looking to play the Batman and the DCU. I saw that. I saw some rumors. Um... I mean, that might that might be a good hire, dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you know, he get his own story just like everybody else has got. Um, so I'm down. That might Steve. be a that might be a damn good good hire right there, man. Because he is he's young, so he can play like yeah, year two, year three Bat Batman, but he's also a grown ass man. So as the years progress. He can look more older and gruff, kind of how like Chris, yeah, Chris Evans matured into the role of Captain America. He can do the same exact thing. So that's a good hire, man. I, I think so. The kid is like, he's the kid, he's a grown ass man. Whoop my ass. Um, he's a break me. Big ass dude. 
He can also play Bane if he wanted to. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. E- either way, but, no, man, I think that would be a good hire there. So, guys, um, we'll throw this on our socials. We don't know what's going on with Aquaman, if it makes a Billy or not. Um, we'll see mm. what Jason Momoa's future is with the as Aquaman. Now, we, we know he's going to remain in as a DC character. We just don't know if it's Aquaman yeah. or somebody else, guys. What are your thoughts? Let us know who you would like to see uh, if they retire him as Aquaman and he's something else. Who would you want to fill those roles? Um, once again, mm. Adrian Grenier is my choice, guys. Let's go. All right, brother. So sticking to um, a little bit of DC EU adjacent, the man who started it all with, in 2013 with uh, Man of Steel, uh, Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon uh, has already mm. had its release to critics and everything. And for lack of a better word, people are shitting on it, dude. Yeah, we get that this week. So that's... Uh... Something looking forward to catching too. This coming up weekend. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, getting that for show. Yeah, I mean, we saw the the trailer, and the trailer was awesome. Look, you know, uh, made us very excited to see this uh, particular brand. I guess for for like a. Star Wars project kind of thing. Uh, but I'm hoping, you know, we get one of these where the critics don't like it, but we still end up enjoying it ourselves, right? So, yeah, uh, okay, yeah. So when... You know, it can, can kind of go in any any direction at that point. Z- Zack Snyder's never been a filmmaker that, like, critics are like, oh, my God, this guy is fantastic, Right. Even like his best yeah. film, um, I can't. To me, Man of Steel is his best film. But even outside of that, uh, why can I not think of the name of this movie? What's the one he did with uh, all the superheroes? Uh, Ar- Watchmen, Army of the Watchmen. Dead. That's the one you're talking I about. Hate that movie. God, I hated that movie. <laughs> Watchmen. Watchmen, like, Watchmen, Watchmen, like, creatively is probably his best movie that he, like, put together. But for me, it's it's Man of Steel. Watchmen, it is. But still, all those movies got panned. And it still got got panned (laughs) by critics. He is is closer to Michael Bay than he is Christopher. He'll ever be to Christopher Nolan. Which means, like, Christopher Nolan makes movies and they're critically and commercially just loved. Okay. Yeah. Um, Zack Snyder makes movies, and it's like Michael Bay. The critics are gonna hate it, but eleven-year-old hmm. boys are gonna love it. Okay. Like it's just simple as that. Like that's, that's just fair. he doesn't. That's Michael fair. Bay does not make movies for you know Martin Scorsese type people. He makes movies for fifteen, sixteen-year-old boys who are going to pay twenty bucks to go to the theater. I'm not mad at it, but it is what it is. So when I see Rebel Moon, yeah, it lo- the trailer looks gorgeous. <laughs> Zack Snyder in trailers, like undefeated, undefeated. Right. Um, Zack Snyder, when you actually see the, the movie, Whiskey Tango Fox, right? Even like 
Was it City of the Dead? Army of the Dead? I saw that trailer and I was like, dude, this is going to be bananas. You know, it was. <laughs> you know what the name of it was. <laughs> My bad. My bad. My bad. I'm, I'm dissing your favorite movie there. Um, But yeah. it was, the trailers are bananas. And when you watch it, it's just like, right. oh, okay. That, that I was expecting more and I got... I didn't get this. So, I don't know, man. You got the trailer and then some other random stuff plugged in the middle of it. Yes, and that stuff in the middle of yeah. it like was way more than I than I asked for. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. Um I'm going to watch this watch these movies. It's in two two parts. Um we'll see what happens, man. We'll talk about it on the pod yeah. and we can uh we'll uh Tell you how much I hate Zack Snyder in the coming days, guys. So. All right. Well, there you go. Guess we know uh, the topic for next week's news segment. <laughs> <laughs> um, just on another note here, uh, breaking today, we're recording this pod Monday night, December 18th here. Um, you know, we had the whole thing with Jonathan Majors and the assault harassment trial mm. thing came back uh he was he was found guilty on two counts of assault yeah, and harassment yeah. and uh marvel dropped him as king the conqueror so this is different man marvel is in uncharted territory right now yeah and then you got a face that you just plastered literally all over Thousands of different characters mm-hmm. in one movie. Yep. Uh, now we got to recover. How are they going to do that? Hopefully it isn't something that's really going to kind of, you know, like a recasting. I'm sure they're going to have to recast them in some way, fashion, or form. But I guess it'd just be, you know, another variant, right? But just doesn't look like them. Something like that. You know what they could do, I would do, assume right? would be the easy way out. You know what the... You, true. You know what they could do, right? Just cast Don Cheadle. AI. <laughs> <laughs> they, they've done it before. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. I'm here. Get over it. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sucks for him but obviously like also what he did went through all that stuff there i'm not gonna you know put any comments or, or my thoughts out there but yeah um it's just a big blow t- to marvel and it looks like they're just gonna have to shuffle they're already in this weird phase of life hmm. post in game you know what i mean and yeah everything's not going well over there right now yeah 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 i think they need yeah, to hire yeah. two movie critics named yeah specifically um, yes (laughs) (laughs) and we'll uh we'll write the ship okay james james gonna stay over there at dc we got i thought we were gonna i thought we were gonna step into some roles okay that's cool though we'll write that's fine oh yeah i don't want to step no i'm not stepping into any any roles i'm too old for that bro (laughs) 
me on a damn trapeze wire. I can't do that shit no more, man. These right. <laughs> knees they ain't got much left in them. I'll be a writer producer all day, though. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we'll throw this all on our socials. Um, always dropping the latest movie news. If they were to uh, replace Jonathan Majors, uh, Kang the Conqueror's character, uh, who would you want to see as a replacement, guys? Uh, Let us know when we drop this information on our socials. Welcome to this episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we're discussing trailers for Beverly Hills Cop Axel F. If in our movie of the week and my favorite Christmas movie, guys, The Night Before. All right. team hope you're all doing well we got some trailers for you my man eddie murphy he's making a comeback in life and everything dude so <laughs> he really got, is he's doing some we're getting big work beverly right now. hills cop four you're right javi doing big things we're getting beverly hills cop four is beverly hills cop axel f and then my main man john krasinski um has partnered with everybody's leading heartthrob Ryan Reynolds, and oh, yeah. they made they, they made a, a kid movie about imaginary friends called If. Guys, uh, we're gonna check these trailers out. If you want to see our full reactions in this full pod, check out the link tree in the show notes. Like, share, subscribe. We're on YouTube, Facebook, the X. We're, we're everywhere. all that stuff. Everywhere, everywhere. Tiki Tok, all over the world. Hit us up, guys. All right, team. Uh, we got Beverly Hills Cop, Axel F. Uh, according to IMDb here, Detective Axel Foley finds himself drawn back into the opulent environs of Beverly Hills to investigate the untimely demise of a longtime confidant. JV, mm. my first question, bro. You a fan of this oh, series? Yeah. Uh, I'm a fan of the, like, first... And second one, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, more on the first one. I don't, I didn't watch the second one too many times. I think I caught that maybe once or twice way back when, but mm-hmm. I do remember the first one a lot. Dope, dope, dope. So, yeah. I am a ridiculous big fan of this series. It's like one of the first cop movies that I remember growing up and i was like dude i want to be a detective right right D- definitely you know, you... blowing stuff up for no reason yeah you're just looking awesome <laughs> in a letterman's jacket you know what i mean like... <laughs> <A letterman's> jacket. <laughs> i can solve cases in a letterman's jacket yeah let's go it's maybe iconic man yeah, this <laughs> is beautiful women in beverly hills is this what a cop does i love it yeah. man i love it <laughs> uh no nah, man definitely looks dope uh great cast too right here man out of yeah. murphy you got judge reinhold coming back uh kevin bacon is playing captain grant jgl 
the great JGL. I know I heard his voice, mm. but it was Kevin Bacon's. They just sounded like whatever. Um, right. Playing uh, JGL's in here as Detective Bobby Abbott. John Ashton's making a return. And Paul Reiser, you know, is doing his thing. So we have yeah. a cast, guys. I am really excited for this. Uh, I love these movies. I just hope it's, I hope it's not like the third. The third one was so like, it was Die Hard at Disney World. So I hope they go back to <laughs> yeah. the rated. They're on Netflix. So make it a rated R movie. I want to yeah, see yeah. them like Let the good times roll, man. Solve a case in a strip club. You know what I mean? Like that. I need stuff like that. You know what I <laughs> mean? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, well, what those other socials? Been on a, What's up? I'm gonna say Eddie's been on a roll of some more lighthearted movies. You know, so we'll see where this yeah. one drops in. That drops in between all that stuff, dude. I'm. This is. Day one drop on Netflix. Uh, it says summer 2024, so I'm going to take the day mm. off. I'm going to watch yeah. them all, and then I'm going to watch this. Go ahead so. and put that PTO. <laughs> <laughs> put all the PTO in. I'm not, yeah. I'm not coming in today. Eddie yeah. Murphy's coming yeah, to Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, guys, we will throw this on our socials. Uh, let us know your thoughts of this trailer. Also, are you a fan of the series? And which one is your favorite? A lot of people do like the third one. I will say that. It's more family-friendly and stuff like that. But not Yeah, that. yeah. Nothing tops the the first one. The second one, they're just, they're just, they're just all awesome. I love them all. That's, that's Eddie's, Eddie's core, man. He, you know, he started off being... A dirty dude, you know, real raunchy <laughs> guy. It's what it is, man. Go back to your roots. Oh. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> With those on our socials team. Wow, hey guys, uh, <laughs> really excited for this one. Uh, from the mind of John Krasinski, we have if imaginary friend, uh, according to IMDb here, a young girl who goes through a difficult experience. Begins to see everyone's imaginary friends who have been left behind as their real life friends have grown up. Dude, mm. what are your thoughts, brother? I mean, a Ryan Reynolds flick is always a good time, man. I mean, he, mm -hmm. he knows how to be funny in whatever situation he's in, whatever rating he's in. Exactly. <laughs> um, but also, man, looking at this voice uh, voice actor list, yeah, it is wild. I mean, there's Vince Vaughn's in there, Matt Damon, uh, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell. Um, looking forward to to yeah, man. Just looking forward to that. I mean, it's gonna be a cute. Kids movie, but I think at the same time, like you said, we got Ryan Reynolds in there who's going to just bring you that kind of the humor that the adults are going to enjoy, even though it's not like dirty humor. We're still going to yeah. enjoy his his lines, right? And his delivery all the time. Man, this is, this is very interesting because movies like this don't really get made anymore, man. 
these like original yeah. ideas, not the, not like having an imaginary friend is an original idea, but like this is yeah. not a a property that like John Krasinski jumped on and was like, oh let me let me do this here, right? This I this is filmmaking, man. Like just the trailer alone, yeah, tells me like we need Hollywood needs to get back to stories like this. Yes, it's not going to make a billion dollars, okay, but like. Just give me a dope project with a good premise, with a good director, writer, good actors. Yeah. And you'll put butts in seats, man, and they'll keep coming and they'll they'll watch it at home too. Like this this yeah, is, I mean this is like this is amazing looking. Yeah, like this is a voice actors that we all love. I mean, mm-hmm. just from like I said, from the top all the way down through you know, Vince Vaughn and a bunch of the other actors. I mean, that right there is what, what's going to bring you in, right? I want to hear hear these guys' voices and see what characters they match them up to, you know? Yes. And if it kind of fits them as a, as a person. Uh, so excited exactly about that. Exactly what I want to see. Yeah. Hey, guys, um, with all us on our socials, let us know your thoughts on if. Uh, also, if you want to share... You have an imaginary friend or had one? Hmm. If so, what was it? Or who was it? Or what was she? Or who was she? You know, you know, there's a good, uh, you know, not that you know, I'm a big Supernatural fan or anything, you know. I'm not that. Never, you know, right? <laughs> but uh, there's also a very good episode about imaginary friends on Supernatural as well. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Oh. Hilarious. Yeah. You ever seen the movie Bogus? Out. Have not. It's a Whippy Goldberg movie. Mm. She takes, she's the godmother of this uh, this little white kid after her as his parents die. So she takes him in, and he has an imaginary friend named Bogus. I could be lying to you right now. I don't know if that's huh. even a movie. I, I have no clue. I mean, uh, I'm gonna believe you for the time being. Bogus. Bogus movie? Is that a thing? Yes, it is bogus. It's a 1996 okay. film. Dang. Recently orphaned, nice a young boy is taken by his... There. Yep. So, recently orphaned, a young boy is taken in by his godmother who is shocked and realized that she can see the boy's imaginary friend. Oh, she can also see bogus. Well, that's a turn. Oh. All right. Well... I do remember that flick, guys. It was a thing. We're going to have if. Listen to your thoughts, guys. I'm rambling on now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Children of all ages should not watch this this movie, but that's beside the point, though. Uh, We are wrapping up our Christmas movies here in December with... Dang. The night before. I really love this flick, man. So the night before, this bad boy dropped in 2015. Javi. Mm-hmm. What other good flicks dropped in 2015? Uh, I'm hoping you're going to tell us because I don't have a list of those. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I got you, bro. Okay, for. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. We got a walk in the woods, a royal family Christmas, 
City of Gold. We have High Rise. We have Burn, Burn, Burn. The Man from Uncle. Fantastic flick. Wish I got a damn sequel. Mm. Um, uh, Terminator's Terminator Genesis, which was trash. Focus, <laughs> which was really, really good with Will Smith and Margot Ro- Roby. And a really good one, man. Masterminds. Oh, yeah. Mm. Little Zach Galifianos and Owen Wilson. Re- really good, guys. So... Uh, going back to the night before, this movie is written by Jonathan Levine from a screenplay from Jonathan Levine, Kyle Hunter, Ari Schaefer, and Evan Goldberg. We had a $33 million budget and grossed $52.4 million. So good. Starting this, we got Seth Rogen as Isaac Greenberg, Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Ethan Miller, Anthony Mackie as Chris Roberts, Lizzie Kaplan as Diana, Mindy Kaling as Sarah, Jillian Bell as Betsy Greenberg, and Michael Shannon as Mr. Green. <laughs> so good. Michael Shannon. So oh, good. It's just amazing. <laughs> All right, brother. Give us that uh, quick synopsis of this movie, man, so we can jump into this. Three friends are having the last night of a Christmas tradition of partying. One is a successful athlete still trying to find his place among his teammates. One's becoming a dad and freaking out about it. And the other is just generally trying to find his way through life. And through this crazy night, they all find their way there. Well said, sir. Well Thank you. said. All right. So let's Thank start at the top here. Uh, the man, the myth, the living legend, Mr. Seth Rogen as Isaac Greenberg. Uh, we got Mr. Greenberg. He is a lawyer. He is a husband. He's about to be a dad in the coming days of this movie. And and with that, he is best friends with Ethan and Chris from high school after, uh, and then they start this tradition where after Ethan's mother and dad got killed in a wreck. Uh, they all spend every Christmas to, the night before Christmas together and go out and get bliss out of their mind, get drunk and do shenanigans. A lot of shenanigans. Lots of shenanigans. It's, I love Seth Rogen in this role because it's, he's kind of like tipping into adulthood Seth Rogen, but also <laughs> yeah. still like, stoners Seth Rogen so he gets to play like I got, I'm about to be a dad I got to be responsible I can't be doing this crap anymore but also right baby thanks for all the drugs I'm about to have a blast <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny like one of the lines I remember from him is where he's like where they're asking about like all the stuff he has in the tin or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't think she knows much about it because everything's very misproportional in here. It really is. It really is. <laughs> Anybody even do so cocaine anymore? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, basically the so setup good. is they're they're getting ready for their last hoorah. His wife is pregnant and she's like, Go have fun. And gives him a tin yeah. of just 
all the drugs. <laughs> how did how did you even get this? Uh, NewYorkDrugs.com or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so, so, good. so good, man. So so like I I also love his inner struggles in this, right? Because um, he he still wants to be there for his boys. He wants to be very strong for his wife and his kid to be. Um, but he's actually freaking out the entire time. So like his id yeah. is just like freaking out and <laughs> wanting to like, <laughs> he said, I'm going to push this damn, put this damn baby in a, in a crib and push him down a river. <laughs> exactly what they did to Moses. But <laughs> <no>. <laughs> yeah, he is so uh, good, man. So good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, his, his whole role, like you said, was just kind of being somewhat out of control. Like, <laughs> like the just when they're like at the church, like right before the church scene. Oh my god! When they're outside <laughs> the, in front of the church at the nativity scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, like just I feel like just a classic character for Seth Rogen. Like, is it to be kind of? Be an older Seth Rogen, but still, yeah. still being that, not wanting to be an older Seth Rogen kind of character. So yep. Good. Yep. 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 I agree, man. All right, moving forward here. Um, basically, like, like there's three mains, but I would say Joseph Gordon Levitt is the guy we follow through most, and his yeah. is Ethan Miller here and. We meet him. He is a server. He doesn't look happy. Um, Very unhappy down, elf. Kind of feels like he's down on his luck um, until he finds these tickets, right? And tickets yeah. to, the, to the Nutcracker Ball that he's been wanting to go to for years. And it just so happens. This is where good scre- like screenwriting comes into play. He's at his shit job, having a bad time, and mm-hmm. steals these tickets out of this guy's pocket. I love that. I <laughs> absolutely love that. It wasn't like he won him on a radio show or something. Like, no. He was yeah. working the coat check, sees the tickets, gets giddy, takes them, quits. Boom. Yep, That's gone. a plot device right there. So. <laughs> Um, with, with, with him though, he is the one who, uh, he has a lot of maturation in this film where when we first see him after his parents, decides a flashback, he doesn't want to hang out with the guys. He just doesn't want to do anything at all, but you know, they kind of bring yeah. him in and be like, yo, let's no, really dude, where else would tell us what we're going to do, man. Let, let's make some traditions. Let's do this or whatever. And now all these years later, the, the last one, he's really the only one who wants to keep the tradition alive. So I love how he didn't like it. At, he didn't even want to do it at first. And now, I don't know, X amount of 15, 20 years later or whatever, he's just keeping it alive. And the other guys are like, no. So yeah. that, that's like maturation mm-hmm. in there. And, you know, there's some underlying things. He's not happy with himself. He's not happy that he doesn't have his girlfriend anymore, right? Obviously, he after the guy, he thinks the guys are going to move on from him and never uh, really hang out or talk to him because they have their own lives and families and stuff of that nature. So he's that he's that right. emotional toll in this movie that you follow through. We see it 
JGL in a very hilarious way. He goes through, through all this stuff. Um, but you definitely feel him at the same exact time. I mean, like, how many friends have we had that we just don't talk to anymore, right? Because life yeah. moves on. We all grow up. We all do our separate things. Me and you, we're just grown-ass children and figured out that we can just play every Monday, you know, together on a pod. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, you're we, right. We found, you're right. We found a way. We found a way around it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but the but but the biggest thing with Ethan is he wants the band to stay together, and he wants his girlfriend back. He knows he made a mistake. Is he just man enough to kind of tell her? He has to build up th- that courage because he broke up with her. So there's a lot there, man. He is definitely that emotional connection yeah. that takes us through the movie. And once again, Jonathan Levine, really good writing. Just love that. So. All right, man. Uh, Anthony Mackie, Chris Roberts, our football star. Cut the check. Just, <laughs> just being Anthony Mackie, man. Uh, showing us the good time, right? He's uh, he's a celebrity at this point in time, and he's uh, social media is on fire, right? As we hear mm-hmm. multiple times. Yeah, and. You know, he's just enjoying himself, man. He's uh he doesn't really have a, a downside other than that like trying to find his place within his team, right? Like who who is he and compared to like the the other athletes who are already way more famous than he is. Yeah. So his whole he's plot like- device is like trying to impress these other guys. Yeah, exactly. Like he found fame later in his football career. Yeah. But he's obviously he's doing it by taking steroids. So, you know, he's older, he's on the supposed to be on the decline, but he finally gets good and like everybody starts knowing him and stuff. So he's gonna try to yeah. take that fifteen minutes and make it last as long as he can. Oh yeah. With him, he doesn't he wants to hang out with celebrities and stuff he doesn't want to hang out with his two high school bozo friends anymore like i i get it (laughs) you know so with with him that's i think that's the downside where it's that's more him connecting to us as the audience and being like dude you're like bad shit is going on with like isaac and internally obviously ethan has his own demons with his family and everything but like Chris, you're kind of the villain here a little bit, bro. Like, you're here with your boys, but you're kind of, like, don't really care. You just kind of want to be around uh, Jesus and everything, and that's a whole other yeah. conversation. So, <laughs> mm. Yeah, so that was, that was very interesting. You know, he's very close to his mom, but also lies to her when he's in and out of town. So, yeah. But, yeah, these three guys, man, they go out and do what they do every christmas man like this is the type this is the reason why this is my favorite christmas movie because you know i treat you guys my close boys you jp mitchell darren and stuff like that like um i've known you guys forever you guys are like my family my brothers right you're my friends but you're my brother that's how the that's how these three guys were so it's just really cool Mm -hmm. to pop this movie on and see the the love they have for each other, even through the bickering and the fighting, but the the going to do karaoke 
and like killing it in front of everybody. Like that's that's a yeah. dope ass <laughs> tradition, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doing yeah. the piano thing uh from um big but like the kanye west song runaway (laughs) i went to the theaters to go see this movie and when i saw that dude i think i got up dancing dude that was awesome right (laughs) some very good that that whole opener sequence was uh very memorable right The, the the song the the montage of them walking in and out of places and all that stuff was a very memorable experience. In the Chinese restaurant. Yeah. It's something you want to remember like you and your boys doing right. Yep. Exactly. Stuff like that. Exactly. I love how in the Chinese restaurant, he sees a bunch of the rabbis (laughs) and he like, Opens up his jacket. He's got the yeah. Star of David right there. The, the rabbi was like, respect. Respect. Like, respect. just cool points like that, man. Like, just really dope writing. You know what I mean? Love this, man. Um, yeah. a- Along the way, we have uh, Lizzie Kaplan as Diana, Ethan's ex-girlfriend. And uh, we see her a few times. We see her at the karaoke yeah. bar. Then she sees them at the party later on. But. Ethan kind of has a plan. He just doesn't know how to go about it. It's him, the entire movie, kind of building that courage up and yeah. get to win her back, man. So that's kind of his his story arc there. Yeah, he just needed a little little help from Miley, right? Little, little help from little Miley Cyrus right there. there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in a smaller role, we have uh, Sarah, who works with Betsy, um, and she and uh, Isaac have a have a moment or two at the bar, which was absolutely <laughs> effing hilarious. Uh, so good. I swear, like I swear, like they just let them just ad lib and just freestyle this entire movie. That's what it seems like. Oh, I'm and it was sure. Just like, I'm sure. And then like Jonathan like cleaned it up like in the editing room, man. So it was just it looks yeah. really awesome because they were just hilarious. Um. Jillian Bell is Betsy. She's the one who is pregnant. Also gets the drugs to Isaac. Um, I love her. I love her. I love her in the in the church. In the church, I love her. Exactly. She goes. She goes <laughs> she's like, she's like yep. you swallow it. You swallow it like a girl right now. Or <laughs> like outside of the church. She's like, just go. Where do I go? Just the other direction. Go somewhere else. <laughs> he does not oh, move. Man. He does not move at all. <laughs> he's, I don't know where to go. <laughs> oh my god, he's so yeah, high, dude. Fantastic. He's so bad. And like, she's so fantastic. I think like the best character in this movie, Michael Shannon as Mister Green. Michael Shannon yes. is a dr- Michael Shannon. Mr. Green's a drug dealer. He is uh, <laughs> the Great Gatsby. <laughs> he's he's so many yeah, things. Yeah. Is he is he an elf? Is he Santa's elf? Is he an angel? Yeah, not what really is, sure. But everything, <laughs> but like as weird of a character he was, the and he was always there. Yeah, just like turn around and he was there, like. No matter how weird his character was, it just worked at every time. It worked when Isaac, when um, Chris was in there with him. It worked with Isaac yeah. in the car. 
It worked with the conversation with Ethan at the end. His car was there so they can get to the hospital the next morning. Like, he and just, was my favorite character in this movie. Yeah, and just Michael Shannon as an actor and his portrayal of this of this person and this, like, uh, I guess the the dialect of yeah. the area he's in and what he's doing was just great. He's, and he, he, just him in general, you know, he's, he's awesome and everything too. Just a great actor, but I yeah, mean, two, he's also my favorite character. <laughs> two years before this movie, he played general Zod in man of steel. Yeah. And then two years after that, he does this man. Like that's, that's a tour de force actor right there, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's so like cool, man. He, he's just a cool dude. He, yeah, exactly. He plays like a spiritual guide for these guys throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. He also um, assists them with their drugs. So it's like you're the spiritual guide, so you're helping them, but also you're getting grown ass men weed. Come on, dude. You know what I mean? So yeah, he's been he's been doing it since they were in high school. So. <laughs> Yeah, he's been around for a minute. Whatever's going on. He's been working just hard. To, <laughs> just to even turn around and find out that, like, he hosts this big-ass Nutcracker Ball party that everybody talks about it in the city. Yeah. Like, the biggest underground Christmas party of all time. That That's just dope as well, man. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely my favorite character, man. And then, like I said, guys, we have a bunch of other people in this as well. Uh, Jason Motzkoas, Jason Jones. Uh, Alana Glazer, she, Rebecca Grinch is a weird character. Um, Nathan Fielder, Tracy Morgan, Randall Park is in here. Uh, mm-hmm. James Franco, Miley Cyrus, just, just a who's who of like great actors who are in this movie, man. It was just really good time yeah. with them all. Uh, m- moving forward here, JV, just the, the style of this movie and it was like an hour 40. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's a you know, short movie or even a long, it's right there in, in like the perfect wheelhouse. Um, yeah. But just the style, kind of how the movie moved along um, in the look and feel, man. Talk to me, brother. Yeah. I mean, we moved in and out of quite a few places, um, but it kept it real tight. Um, uh, Close quarters, you know, we're always in like a a packed room somewhere or another, right? Yeah. Uh, um, let's see, we had bars, we had <laughs> the the Red Bull limo. <laughs> which was, yes. <laughs> well, we didn't have the Red. We had Red Bull limo for most of the movie. I love uh, how I love how we thought like it looked like. Okay, that's like these guys' mode of transportation. We we money all night in the Red Bull. Yeah. Not at all. No, not at all. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, so we in the packed bars. Uh, cool spot when we were at um, uh, Chris's house or his mom's house. We're just hanging out in his room playing Nintendo. That was that. That was like uh, just that, that right there. Can we just post up? Like that's that's <laughs> why this movie resonates with me, man. Because like. How many times have we just been posted up in one of our bedrooms, man, playing Goldeneye or playing something? You know what I mean? Like, we did that as kids. Hell, we'll go back to mom's house and do that as adults. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. Yeah. 
that resonates. Kind of their little reset, right? Like like everything was happening, and then they're just like, all right, let's just go here. Um, you know, look for the stash or whatever, and yeah, just chill out for a second, play some play some uh, some N sixty four. I think is what they're playing, right? Yeah, but I love how Ethan goads him too. He's like, I don't want to go up to him. I don't want to wake my mom up. He's like, you just mad because I whoop your ass some gold down. He's like, yeah. I bet. That's all it takes. Yeah. That's all it takes for us, dude. <laughs> Seth, Seth is just so jacked up on that. <laughs> he's just sitting there. He's just eating dinner or eating food with his mom. And it's yeah. just great. It's a great I, way around. I off his ass there, man. Um, <laughs> accompanied by some great music, man. You know, we got them. Once again, they did... The, the Runaway track, the Kanye song, um, the Run DMC, yeah. Christmas, and, and Hollis Queens, Miley Cyrus and JGL hit a ballad together, man. Um, mm-hmm. But I just I just loved the flow of this movie, man, and the music and the pacing and everything. Because at times it was even like, uh, a, there was like chase scenes in this movie. You know what I mean? Like, and so your drilling was running. Hell, there was a fight that that broke loose so there was a lot man yeah uh <laughs> they uh got on the sleigh <laughs> the, the, the carriage or whatever yeah 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 so good. just a just a good time man just, just a good time here um <clears throat> all right let's talk about a theme all right moving forward moving forward in, in life man not being stuck not being and doing the same exact thing that you always do and just, you know, figuring out, all right, this, you know, my boys are moving forward. What do I do? What do I want out of life, man? Yeah. I can, you know, I had this tragedy struck me, you know, talking about Ethan's character, you know, he had this tragedy struck him where he's going to stay in this mode for the rest of his life, or is he going to try to grow from it? Right. Um, yeah. and, and build something of himself. Right. And not just think that, and not think because his boys are doing other things with other people that they're forget about him. man. so this movie for me, and this is why it resonates so much is just, you know, going from boyhood to manhood and growing up and doing, you know, things and getting out of your comfort zone. And that's, yeah. that's hard f- for some of us. No, we got friends. We and you both got friends that we know, we all about we are on our upper thirties, like still acting like they're damn twenty. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, upward and onward, man. That's that's the the story that I think Jonathan Levine was trying to tell here, and he does it through like a it. very raunchy, hilarious uh, Christmas movie. So <laughs> <laughs> it worked. It works. All right, team. So that's our conversation about 2015's The Night Before. JV, give me your, give me your thoughts and ratings, brother. Yeah, man. Just uh, just such a good movie all around. Mm-hmm. Um, really hard to find uh, a bad spot in this thing just because you got so many characters that, or so many actors and characters that keep your attention the whole movie. Um you know, when there's not a, a Seth Rogen moment going on, we have an Anthony Mackie moment going on. Um, when there's not that, you got Joseph Gordon-Levitt moment going on. 
and they all have their own strength, right? You got Anthony Mackie's partying. He's the kind of the, the energy and the fun. Seth is, you know, he's high on something. The whole <laughs> <laughs> so he's, it's the whole thing. We didn't kill Jesus. <laughs> And then you got uh, JGL, who's like the uh, the more emotional side of the whole thing, right? Yeah. Uh, trying to figure out what he's got going on. So, and then your supporting cast, Michael Shannon, Lizzie Kaplan, you know, they all all really pitch in hardcore to make this movie awesome. Uh, I said, man, it's really hard to find a, a dull spot, man. I really enjoyed it. I've watched it a few times before. And I'm glad you brought it up for this one because it was a good time to catch up on it again. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go five out of five buckets this week, man. This one's something everybody who's of age should watch. I agree. All the time. I agree, man. <laughs> of age. Of age. <laughs> 14 and up, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's, that's accurate, but whatever the rating. I don't, I don't know what the rating system is. <laughs> Oh, what man. about you, man? Dude, I'm right there with you, man. This is it gets five bucks of popcorn. Uh, for me, this is a perfect young adult coming of age movie, man. This is like, you yeah. know, smacking my favorite shows, New Girl and How I Met Your Mother together. Right. And like, you know, it's just, it's just about like going from being like young adults to being more responsible and understanding life has to move forward. Um, yeah. That's what this movie is about. And they do it in a very, like it's, it's on the nose at the end of the movie. And so you're like, oh, right. okay, that's what this is about. This is re- refreshing and I get it. Uh, you just tell it in a very beautiful way. And Jonathan Levine's one of the best writer directors in the game man i wish he would do more work uh this is one of those that i have to watch every year so it's obviously like die hard lethal weapon christmas vacation the night before my christmas movies right there yeah highly recommend everybody watch this guys uh yeah five bucks popcorn Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through the Night Before. Next week, we'll be discussing the Zack Snyder Netflix space opera, Rebel Moon, A Child of Fire. And that is going to be streaming on Netflix. Like always, I am Clyde Smith. You can find me across all socials. I am Clyde D. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos. You can find me across all socials at Mr. J8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.